What up, everybody? This is the Baines and Beers podcast. Here today with my co-host AJ and a very special guest today, all the way from Australia. Gian Pab Daria. He told me he's huge, so we brought him here. I'm pretty big. How's it going, man? How was the show last night? Big deal, man. Yeah, man. You are. Who are you? The show was great. Um, yeah. For those people that don't know, there was a show in Surrey last night, and uh, performed there for about an hour, and it was like it was probably my my favorite performance. Like ever? I'd say so, because the first time I performed Sorry, uh, with a live band. No stabbing. So no stabbing this time, and uh, the cops were happy. The promoters were happy. That's good. The security was happy. And uh, I was happy. So it was yeah. great. Like the the audience knew all of the songs, so they were singing along with me. And as a as a singer, when you're on stage and people sing your songs with you, mm-hmm. there is just that's like the height of how good things feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a beautiful feeling. Yeah, I was so nervous about it because that was going to be the first time <coughs> live gig. Yeah, nice. but it ended up being like so. Was, was that fully live? The first half of it was, okay. the, but the second half of it was like uh, PA. So I had the songs playing in the background. And what are the crowd like? They actually loved the live, yeah. and that was Damn. like everyone was surprised mm-hmm. that, like from our side, you know, we were so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were so anxious about it because it was, was, like, was the first time first doing time something like that. So doing that and seeing that sort of reaction was it was a beautiful feeling. It was great. Everyone sort of, and for them, like the, the feedback that I got was this was something that's never really happened within what they've been doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was great. Yeah. yeah. How was it before with Tadur? Good. She's a she's a really good singer. Her Hindi is like lacking a little bit, just her accent, mm. because she doesn't really have you know exposure to that. Yeah. But overall, I think she had a really nice time. So it was good. She's she's still young, so it's gonna take her a couple of years to really yeah. get it down. But it's things like this that sort of make you you know open to being able to perform. So uh, I was gonna ask you. You were talking about Twitter before, and like, reviewing the conversation. How? How? So what was the tweet? What was your that tweet on the comedian, the uh, African American comedian being racist? Your tweet. So it had a little bit of backlash. Like, what? What? What were your thoughts on the situation? I don't know what my tweet was. The people. That I know, know it is, but people that don't know. Cobb Daria is very Twitter famous. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I'm pretty sure he said... Some, some of my things are pretty, pretty bas- famous. He basically <laughs> said something like... Uh, I think he said something to do with s- the fact that everyone... Everyone, every all... I see you said... That was not racist. Yeah, I see Punjabis uh, being racist months, all yeah. the time. Like, why... And then, and then someone else... Yeah, yeah. And then someone's, someone, like, makes a racist comment or something like that. And then yeah. everyone just loses their shit that, you know, someone said this about, about so-and-so. And the, the thing is, I'm not downplaying what's going on with, you know, someone being racist towards towards an Indian. Yeah. But, like, I feel like we're really racist, man. Like, we're one of the only countries in the world which has fucking a, a product called Fair and Lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's about making people look white. Yeah. Okay, so, like, why the fuck is that even selling still? Because there's always, like, even now, like, I meet you guys and I've met a lot of young blokes in, you know... Um, Vancouver, mm-hmm. and they always talk about like their skin complexion, like kale ho jana. Like we're gonna be in the sun, kale ho jana. Yeah. Whereas you got gore that are just like actually sitting in the sun to get a tan. Tan, yeah. 
That's like this this nature yeah. of not being comfortable in your own skin. Because I don't play outside for too long. But that comes like, from our yeah. mothers. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's like there's an inherent own. racism in within like yeah. colorism almost. Very like, true. It's not really, it's not a different race, but it's like you, we act like like people that are darker in skin complexion are somehow worse mm-hmm. and not as good. Yeah. And then if someone says something about, you know, being, being, um, brown like someone who's not brown says something like that like everyone loses their shit like oh so racist so racist it's like fuck you like don't be racist yourself first fix your own problems and then like but i think that relates to the caste system back home in india i shouldn't say fuck you actually that like i get that i've mm. i've experienced so much racism myself like i've been in high school being picked on a lot made a lot of like people made a lot of racist comments towards me really yeah growing and up in australia growing up were you like one of the only like uh um, brown kids there in my school i was probably like i think i was one of two sardars oh man yeah that sucks so like what kind and of the other bloke never really got picked on because he's quite big yeah mm. and i always, always so size matters on. it does always <laughs> does he didn't know what to do with it but because he was never like a wild guy <laughs> <laughs> but what size definitely matters yeah <laughs> that's crazy but the, yeah i think that relates like growing up our parents installed these things into our heads yeah but they like really think about it now for a moment mm-hmm. okay and the idea that if you're dark complexioned mm-hmm. that's not good mm-hmm. that you're somehow less and it's like you're growing up every below day that's knowing that fuck, that's, that's messed so, up that's messed so up. messed up and that's up. what racism is right yeah mm-hmm. and everyone says like oh um you know, people, black people get treated badly. And it stems from, like, centuries almost yeah. of that happening. Mm-hmm. Generational. And then, like, now is really the time for us to really stop within us first. But we're still doing it. Yeah. But then now I feel like if you're still doing it at home, you have no right for someone. If someone's racist to you, you have no right to call them racist yeah. if you're mm-hmm. racist yourself. In that, your that's own what my tweet really meant. Yeah. I mean, people are like, oh, you think that you think you're better than... I don't know, better People than us think, or yeah. some shit like that. Or like yeah. that's it's a big deal and you're not making it a big deal. But I'm like, I'm sorry, but this community is a very racist community. And yeah. until we can get rid of the racism within ourselves, we have no right to call someone else Point out. Fingers. Yeah. Like fix your own house first before you go over to the neighbor and go, oh, there's a problem with your house. That's how it's always been in our community. Well, it has to stop. Yeah. It needs to change. And I think you guys are the ones that can bring about that change. You're the next generation. Yeah. Um, you know, this is what I was talking to you yeah. about earlier as well. Like, yeah. what is it about you guys that makes you feel connected? And what is it about you guys that makes you feel disconnected from our culture? Yeah. Like, what do you like and not like about it? From our culture, um, for me, I think that I grew up with the mom born in Canada. I grew up with, my dad came here as a grade five. So for me, like, I've always been, like, just Canadian. I've never really learned a lot of Punjabi or anything like that. So for me, I've never really been connected until I, uh, like, we started, uh, we were living together now because yeah. he moved here from, from uh, Prince George. Yeah. So. Gay marriage is legal here, yeah? It's been legal here, eh? We're <laughs> fucking forward. You know, you, know what I, you know what I think it is where we get disconnected is growing up, what your parents say, that it is what it is. Yeah. You can't have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no there's nothing's open for interpretation mm-hmm. or nothing's yeah. like 
you go, okay, can we talk about this? Yeah, nobody, right? nobody explains yeah. why. Well, there's religion. We yeah. don't, we don't, growing up, we don't understand our religion. It's like, okay, you got to do this, 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 go to the Gurdwara, this, 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 but why are we doing this? And so when you ask that question, it's yeah. wrong. So the one, the like, one no. thing I've always wondered is why I have to go to the Gurdwara on my birthday. And I always ask that. And they never gave me an explanation. They're just like... They're not going to be able to give you a real... Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like they don't know themselves. Yeah, ever since I've been older, right? like I just... It's like sheep. Yeah. yeah. It's like being sheep, right? So mm-hmm. when... There's a, there's a natural phenomenon with sheep that if one sh- sheep gets scared, mm-hmm. all the sheep get scared. Yeah. So yeah. they all sort of herd mentality. Right? Yeah. And we have to recognize that because herd mentality is really good in mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm. So you know that if a sheep's running away from a particular bush... There's probably some sort of danger there. Yeah. So before you analyze it, start running away. Yeah. Right? That's the best way, best outcome for you to survive. Yeah. But we're human beings in that we can start to analyze things a little bit more. Like we don't have immediate dangers. Mm-hmm. We no longer mm-hmm. go out of our house and like a lion's going to attack us. Attack us yeah. Unless you're in Jalandar and there's a fucking leopard attack. Yeah. But you know, oh, you saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yeah. we don't have those sort of dangers like that yeah. anymore. So now is the time for us to really slow down and go, do we've been doing a lot of these things for the past however many generations. And we don't realize Let's it. slow down. Let's yeah. think about this. Let's talk about this. And I'm like, everyone I meet is so fucking smart. Like your mm. generation of kids, you guys are so smart. Mm-hmm. Anytime I talk about something that's like logical, they're like, fuck, yeah, like I've been thinking about that, but I can't talk to anyone about that. That's the thing. Because they shoot you down. Ways. We get shut down right away. And yeah. it starts yeah. at home. Yeah. Yeah. It, it starts, starts at, at home. home. And if at home you <coughs> can't have that sort of an open relationship with your parents. We're scared to do it outside. Then you're not going to have an open relationship with your uncles and yeah. family. And overall with your community, you're not going to have that. Mm-hmm. So that's a big disconnect, and that's why I feel like uh, you know. I think that's the biggest thing. That's where it starts. Yeah, it stems from the house. Yeah, because even like when you begin anything, if you do anything different, that society's gonna look at you differently. Yeah, the I house is the first place. Punjabi problem that one. I think that's I think a it's social all, thing yeah, overall. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe sad yeah. Like we every time someone starts doing something a bit unique, mm-hmm. yeah. until they prove that this uniqueness is you know better than. Um, if they would, you know, follow the herd, mm-hmm. then it, they kind of keep looking down upon it. But like, I, you know, in my life, when I, when I started to achieve a little bit of success with music, yeah. I've had a lot of support from mm-hmm. my family. My family's always supported my music. Yeah. But like even community-wise, I've noted, noted that a lot of people, they do support you. Yeah. But I, like, we feel like we always say that, you know, people pull you down and stuff. And there are people that will pull you down. But a lot of people do support yeah. good talent as well. It's so ignorance like is bliss. It's best to just ignore the haters. Yeah, I mean, you I, act like I it's just not don't there. think you're going to get haters like that. Yeah. You're only going to get haters when you start challenging things. Like, I say shit sometimes that I really believe in, right? Yeah. Mm. And some people have never had that sort of a conversation with someone. And they just go, oh, like, uh, the number one comment I get is um, that he's so famous that he thinks he's top shit now. Mm-hmm. Right, so he can mm-hmm. say whatever. Whatever. Why do you he think wants. people think? I don't like know. I don't know. But that's usually the first defense they'll have. He's like he's, he's famous, so he thinks. Speak he's your mind, or do you think it's just like, like what? I don't know. You met me. I th- anyone yeah. that meets me doesn't say that. It's always mm. people that have never met me. Yeah, and they go, "Oh, he's famous now, so he's gonna be," you know. Because yeah. they see a certain, they don't really know you. They don't, mm. you know. They don't. They, it's hard. Like, yeah. Or do you know. see that with other artists? Maybe, but my other artists, I don't see a lot of artists make. A lot of um, a lot of opinionated posts, mm-hmm. 
you know like Raftar is one of those guys that actually puts out shit yeah. they feel something he well, puts it out well that's I've seen you in the comment sections too you know replying yeah. to some of the people that are hating you know yeah that's fun sometimes yeah, I yeah. saw it it's yeah. a video yeah, you're <laughs> always like fucking <laughs> if you're gonna fuck with me then <laughs> fuck you back <laughs> everyone's always like yo sometimes like, everyone's like come to my city you fucking book me <laughs> well, <laughs> the poor not, guys right? just try to see you <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could go to this city that'd be great uh, that'd be great but there's obviously a, a certain yeah, level yeah, yeah. of of number of people that have to turn up for that you know that 100%. trip to be worthwhile yeah yeah, yeah. Where, where what's next for you where you, where do you think you're going next to perform uh what well, would I, you like I guess to go? india is something i've never done india is something i've been you've scared never of doing. done india yet i haven't done india yet that's crazy so that would be Shit. cool to to go into india and, and start performing there because quantity wise like you can't beat that yeah. no yeah you're gonna yeah. throw you threw that one huge show where like you put in the what video one of the video with like we were on the stage and like there was like a whole bunch of people there it's like really really big show i think that was toronto toronto maybe yeah. i don't know it was a might huge have, show it looked might dope. have been toronto yeah toronto's a nice crowd too yeah so what's the, like what what's for music what's next like are you um, going into like are you going to go back to more production are you going to go back to um singing more or, like what are you thinking i think i'm in a place right now where like i'm looking at uh a lot of people have realized that I make good music mm -hmm. and obviously I always believed in my music but now it's sort of a point of making sure that that music reaches people because a lot of times I'll meet someone and you know they'll say that something like Heat for example they'll be like that's my favorite track and I'll go yeah. okay that's cool but like if you look at the view count and stuff yeah. it's not not a whole lot so for me it's more about just reaching those people um and working more on the marketing side of things which means you sort of lose a little bit of the artistic side yeah. you lose like yeah. having fun with music because you're thinking always about distribution yeah. and things like what's that. trending <coughs> yeah how's it gonna that. sound to the audience but i think the best thing is always like the best feeling is always when you create like a new sound yeah you know i did a i was with jj J static from yeah. Yeah. toronto and he produced Funk, he eh? produced funk, that yeah. The producer of funk, fire. yeah. How it's such a good such song, a right? good song. And so many people said to me, like, this is your best song before release. They were mm. like, this is the best song I, we've heard from you. And again, the same set of issues, like, it didn't reach enough people. I just, I don't think people are on like the level yet. The audience isn't like there. I don't know if it's the audience, if it's like, because I tend not to do any sort of mm -hmm. cross promotion. Like, I don't ask any artists to share my stuff. I'd mm. rather they share it if they like it. Yeah, it's like I share stuff if I like it. Mm -hmm. I don't really just share it otherwise. Yeah. And same thing, like I expect, you know, if people like it to, to sure, share it. Yeah. But I don't know what that limitation is, that, that why the tracks that, you know, sometimes we put out a track that's really big for us, but yeah. it doesn't really go as big as it used you to. Thought, yeah. And YouTube's changed their algorithms a couple of times as well, I think. So a lot of that is dependent on YouTube. Because a, yeah. a lot of the tracks that I release in India have a lot of money behind them that go push with advertisement and things Fake like views. that Fake partially <laughs> partially i think youtube's cracked down on that quite a lot you think it? so yeah so I'd, say been improving? So. I'd say i so. still see 10 million views in two hours that's kind yeah. of fucked up yeah but i think people like they've now you know, realized you know that, that that's a little bit too the much. conversation has slowed down though on fake views ever since like i feel like nobody's really talking about it as much people not talking about it because yeah. i just i feel like people are not doing it as much mm -hmm. because all of a sudden there was this huge sort of uplift in the idea like when you're getting like 19 million views in mm -hmm. two hours or shit like yeah. that like something's kind of not right yeah so maybe these guys realize okay let's not do 19 let's Cut it slow down, down, <laughs> slow <laughs> down a little bit. so so how is it with labels in the punjabi music industry is it like 
easy like is it easy no. for it's hard it's it? your soul really especially having to deal with anyone in india selling your it's soul like to the devil. There's, there's, it's, it's like Do they want there you is to just sell your soul? no you don't you you always feel like they don't have your back mm. you always feel like as an artist you're you are the person that makes that label yeah and that label to an a certain extent makes an artist as well right yeah. so the label does the promotion and gets a song out there but without that song like what are you going to promote it's exactly. like a right yeah, so the song the yeah. base of any label is the content is mm-hmm. the music yeah. and i feel like record labels the punjabi record labels let me like specify that yeah. they mm-hmm. tend not to really care about the artist all that much and and in that way it sort of comes across as being like you you sort of just don't like dealing with it cuz you're like fuck I, I like i'm i make you know put my heart and soul into some mm-hmm. making something great yeah. that potentially you know is uh is giving that label like a, a, a yeah. huge amount of boost mm-hmm. but then you don't get that same back so are you releasing through labels almost? i i so yeah. i'm i de- i definitely am releasing through labels mm-hmm. i'm doing my independent stuff as well nice um but like i said Do like dealing with it is something i just hate doing mm-hmm. i don't like talking to labels about things because there's just like there's a level of i guess unprofessionalism to a mm-hmm. point yeah do you find like the labels like um when you release with a label and personal like is always better with label not like personal wise, more but of a actual push. music you know push wise and stuff like that yeah obviously always yeah. Yeah. when you release with a label there's going to be a little bit of uh depends on where you are as an artist right mm-hmm. so if you're starting out then probably not a good idea to release with a label i know that sounds weird yeah, yeah. because they'll basically release that content and and not really put anything behind it yeah. you know uh but when you've been in the industry for a while if you have a name for yourself mm-hmm. then it's a, a semi decent idea to release with a label um just depending on you know what the structure is for them to be paying you basically yeah, you and yeah. stuff like that um i was going to ask you another question uh so it's back to the tweets again uh-huh. so another tweet that i uh, that I remembered about and just uh, uh came across it uh was the person A and person B uh-huh. who cheated on who so yeah we so you you thought that person B was worse i thought so i felt that then after it was a tweet that said they're both bad which they are but yeah in so the situation why did you think that in that situation i felt like there was an element of so do you understand the word malicious yeah yeah, yeah. so there was an element of of maliciousness Like so it's like it's like so when someone kicking somebody in the so back I, of the so knee, I've yeah. been cheated on, right? Yeah. yeah, and that cheating wasn't necessarily to hurt me yeah. mm-hmm. because that cheating was like kind of done hidden yeah. in a way to not hurt me. Yeah, right. Okay. Found out, like yeah. I was stupidly hurt. Yeah. So you, this is you been cheated on? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I was I was stupidly hurt, mm-hmm. and. Is this during your singing career or Yeah, this is like during? just a, just the early a couple of years of romantic oh, okay. life or not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so you were in love deeply. Yeah, and and got cheated on and you know, it was it was a cut. It was pretty mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. But I didn't go out and publicly shame that person. Yeah. Right? Mhm. And I think every time you do that like publicly yeah. and make that something which is about you know, yeah, really to gain like sympathy in a mm. way to try and get that sort of clout yeah i don't think you're any better if anything i think you're worse mm-hmm. so what if she was 
like the other significant was also like famous on Instagram. Right. Do you think it'd be a different situation? Well, what can happen is in this case, what I noticed was that that sort of behavior from one person. So the cheating, I don't condone. Like yeah. mm-hmm. if you're in a relationship and you're cheating, yeah, yeah something's wrong something's with you. Something's wrong. Right? Yeah. Sort that out. Yeah. Um, the person that's being cheated on, I don't think you have sort of this, like you shouldn't go out and then it becomes malicious. Then it becomes about destroying the other person because they did something to you. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then it becomes about the ego that I'm so hurt. Like you deserve worse than me. You get, Mm -hmm. you get that. So you have two options. You always have two options whenever something like that happens. Mm -hmm. The first option is you go and you retaliate. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And the second option is you just let, it be yeah. you do whatever you need to do to get over it yeah. and you let the other person know that you're a piece of shit yeah. and I want nothing to do with you or you say that whatever you've done right is in the past this relationship can't continue mm-hmm. yeah. and you, you have what you make that decision as, as like a as a mature person yeah. okay the second is you just go after them mm-hmm. and you basically try and make this a uh, as big a thing as possible to make the other person known as being someone of of uh, you know a cheating nature. Mm-hmm. So I I felt like in this case it was malicious. So it was that it, was it, my opinion. That was mm-hmm. my feel on what I've seen on social media and how things work and people I've dealt with. There are people that from your own experiences from my own experiences yeah. that. I think people that take anything like that and, you know, make it a public forum and that this is what's, what's happened, yeah. then that becomes like a little bit, um, that's malicious to me. And I think that's worse. So what if it was, that was like her way of venting it out? What do you mean? Like, so, so, what, so what's worse then? I don't, I, I don't get that. Right. I don't get that. Like I could, ki- imagine I can kill your career tomorrow. Yeah. Right? yeah. And like you say you do something. Yeah. Right. And I can make, take that public yeah. to try and kill your career. Yeah. Right. When yeah. you're taking food off the table, that's like, kind of. Let's, yeah. let's look at it from Also, this, uh, also this other person got a lot of fucking abuse. A lot of abuse oh, on really? social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But lot, for, for yeah. doing for doing the wrong thing, okay. As if most people don't do the wrong yeah. thing. But like you made a choice. People just like the yeah. keyboard warriors, just yeah. saying like bad shit, man. Yeah. Right. So, to me, it's like there's a level of like professionalism as well that you need to maintain when mm-hmm. you're in at that, a certain level. When you're in that circle, yeah. there's a level of professionalism you need to maintain, and one of that is to like <coughs> be a bigger person. Yeah. And I think being a bigger person to most people comes normally and yeah. naturally. Most people don't like make things and blow it out of proportion. Yeah. But the ones that do, I don't like them. I don't like it when people take something that's happened and like try and hurt the other person like as much as possible. Yeah. Especially when like it's not really doing anyone a favor. I've done that with record labels, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done that in the past. Yeah. I've had record labels that re-release <coughs> my music. Yeah. Under like music I'd given him like 2014 yeah. was released in like 2018. Same songs, saying Pav Daria new track, and it's not a fucking new track. That's yeah. outright lying to the public, mm-hmm. and I've called that out. Yeah. So in a way, like for me, that was saying no, you're not allowed to do that. And I want to be the guy that stands up for the industry for the artists. Yeah. yeah. And I want to be that guy that goes, no, you're not going to treat us unfairly. You're not yeah. going to use us, use the content that we make. Your art. Basically, and, yeah. and our art yeah. and try and just like 
you know 2014 or 2012 whatever something is released in yeah. and then 2018 you re-release it and say mm-hmm. this is new this is not new you're lying yeah. so if you're lying to the public like <coughs> that then you need to be called out because that needs to stop yeah, it could come mm-hmm. off as you lying right right so, so, so but, speaking but when you. something's like a personal mm-hmm. relationship i think I, first of all i think a personal relationship shouldn't really be publicized in and if it is place. Then why don't you publicize everything? Why don't you publicize when you're gonna go have sex or when you're going on a date? Well, then it becomes like shit. it comes like a Kardashian, like the Jordan ones. Right. Everybody's saying, right. then it what becomes, if they what if they did it for clout? Maybe I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I don't know that, right? But all I do know is that as an artist, if you can't respect another person's bread and you're gonna do something that you know jeopardizes that, yeah. then you're no better than the cheater. I, I don't think you're any better than the cheetah. Makes sense. Yeah. I stand by that and yeah. I'm not going to change my yeah. opinion on that because I feel like that's a, a better way to live. Especially since you've been through an experience like yeah. that. And, I, and I've also had an experience where, this is when I was very young, um, I, my first girlfriend actually broke up with me and I, you know, did you guys ever have MSN? Yeah. Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's where I learned to type. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I put up uh, something really rude about her. Okay. And it wasn't even like... like on the wall, right? On, on, on the, like, your status. Yeah, yeah, status, oh. status. And, yeah. and someone said that you shouldn't be doing that. And I thought about it. And I'm like, wow, that was like, I really shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And after that, I never did anything like that again. And so, like, so I, I was rude and I yeah. said some dumb shit because yeah. I was emotional. But mm-hmm. that's because emotionally, I was just so weak. Like, I, I, I was so insecure that I felt yeah. like... That was my only way of like making it fucking. Mm-hmm. But that comes like with just growth. taking it out. But maybe yeah. that's that was the problem in the other situation, right? Yeah, and no doubt, yeah. no mm-hmm. doubt. But that doesn't mean I can't say what I think about it. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Right. So you can't have if someone does something and they're emotional and they do something. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. But if I say that they shouldn't be doing that, or that what what do you think is worse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That doesn't mean that you need to attack me and go your music's shit yeah yeah the fuck does that even mean that yeah. what what does what that have to do with anything to do with it, right? this could be a but it's even do that like and yeah. that's the thing with twitter right you can't explain mm-hmm. your, yourself yourself in yeah. like 140 characters yeah and that that's a little bit of a problem but i do tweet about it and then yeah. people sort of throw a bit of flack at me when they don't agree when they don't agree with me a lot of from men's side, mm-hmm. I felt like the men that were defending person A mm-hmm. were the men that don't get women. Probably. <laughs> okay. Very, so like the wa- true. Yeah. yeah. Right? I agree with so that. it's like white knights. So if you if you're not the kind of person that gets a lot of attention from women, mm-hmm. I don't think you're in a in a place to really judge a person that does. Yeah. Because emotionally they're very different. Wait, people. which one was person A? I can't remember now. One, one or the other. One was taken. One or the other. But uh, I, I stand by that we need to be better. That doesn't mean that we, you know, if someone behaves badly, you just fucking shun them and that's it. Like, yeah, well, the but other people thing. that behave badly still need to be called out on either end. Yeah. And it's not like you said anything bad. But this could be taken as constructive yeah, criticism. And this was like this, uh, like for s- some people, especially women in this case, treated this as if an attack like to defend the cheater yeah. or whatnot yeah. and i'm like so this has nothing to do with that this just means like you know like women they'll slash like a man's mm, car or yeah. something like that like the and then it's like that's fine that's yeah. okay she's mad right i was i was in a 
Uh, I was standing somewhere and the news was on. Yeah. And the three uh, people sitting at the desk behind the desk, they're all women, right? Yeah. And something had happened where basically this lady had uh uh used a knife on her husband. Okay. Mm-hmm. And done some fucked up shit to him. Right? Yeah. And she had done that because he'd been unfaithful. And okay. all three of them said serves about right. So messed up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. Like, why the fuck is that okay? Yeah. Right. But how is that not? How is that like accepted? How is that serves about right? No, it doesn't serves about right. Mm-hmm. How are you any better? It's like the same shit. Like you can't hold other people accountable if you can't be held accountable. Yeah. If you can't control right? your emotions. Yeah. How you expect the other to control his? And I think it's like that they. I th- I feel like when it comes to that, like mm-hmm. a lot of good guys get like slapped in the face for yeah. for being like just normal <laughs> because of you know the the dumb cunts that like people that slap their wives or whatever like that. Yeah, right? like, it's fuck you. Yeah. Like that's like disrespectful 100%. shit. Like, that's just like pussy shit, right? Yeah. Like just get out of the relationship. Like if you have to hit a woman, then you're in the wrong relationship. Then man yeah. up and walk out of it. Yeah. Get the fuck out of yeah. it, right? But that but comes down to insecurities. I feel like a lot well, of men of are course. very insecure about. Of themselves. course, of course. But it has to be both ways. Like if a, if a woman does that, you should be going to prison as well. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. That's one thing that like it should go both ways. Then. But that's where you look at a legal system. And too. then it's like no, it, she's she's a girl, so she's mm-hmm. allowed to behave like that because girls are emotional. But then they don't want to be called emotional. <laughs> but then you don't want to be called emotional. So what's the... You can't w- win. What is it? You, can't you win. can win. How do you win? Well, you, you have win? to win. You talk about it. <laughs> Very true. Uh, you, so you don't just go, no, that's just the way it is. No, it's not the but way But I feel like is. a lot of men that it's go through... It's got to be fair for both, both sides. Go through these situations don't know how to stand up for themselves. It's hard because you'll get... In a good way, women do stand with mm-hmm. women. Yeah. They and stand. when men stand with men, it becomes... Or your condoning violence, exactly. or your or condoning. It just looks wrong. Like yeah, so it's like you know, it's a, there it's are a certain things situation. men are allowed to well, do, and that's women what I was, was going to ask. I was going to be like, uh, somebody was asking this a uh, few weeks ago, and they were saying, why don't men hold other men accountable for their actions? Yeah, I, I think that's that's true. I don't think we hold other men accountable. Like our best friends, you know? like our best friends, yeah. our buddy. You know, I don't maybe think we maybe do. like they hit their girlfriend or something like that or even a relative you know you yeah. see your, yeah. your relative do it i think that's another thing that we need to improve yeah, yeah. like as men if some if a guy is abusive towards his girlfriend or whatever yeah just because he's your friend way, i tell you what i don't like i mean as far as my circle is away if anything yeah. like that happened we would probably just cut off from the guy it would be like that's a piece of shit yeah we don't really want to be dealing with that yeah. like that you that's usually what happens but we don't really like go out in the public and go oh you're a piece of shit yeah. we don't do that we just kind of slow away yeah you, we do right but you then I, lo- I was looking deep but i think yeah you're right though i think we should take accountability if someone fucks up in that way yeah like take accountability and go no you're a piece of shit you shouldn't yeah. be doing no, that. this is wrong you yeah. know actually talk to them instead of just and it's like actually wrong distancing yourself right? yeah and if a woman hits a man that's wrong she also needs to go to prison in the same way i witnessed this and it's i crazy. witnessed that more it's now it's crazy yeah and, and and the girl gets a slap on the wrist like nothing you yeah. go ahead but if a guy was to do it uh-huh he's spending the night in jail and you know all this is happening blah blah, blah charges whatever there blah, was blah, a blah. guy recently that got uh he went to oh, he had like a rape case put on him yeah he was really drunk and then mm-hmm. later on realized that that rape case wasn't even put on him by the person who he 
apparently raped yeah it was by her friend and he hadn't actually raped her she both of them were the ones that sort of took him home or something yeah and so things like that happen you know like there are oh yeah they set him up right or i don't, I don't know if they set, set him up, up like, there was another one where they uh set the guy up or something like that and like they caught him on like security cameras yeah like but that. like guys do get a lot of like you have to be careful sometimes that mm-hmm. you don't put yourself in a situation where someone can say something and then you know that it ruins your reputation even though you may not have done anything wrong mm-hmm. but i feel like it's so unfair in a sense because if a woman a woman can speak freely uh-huh. it doesn't get taken as harsh but men we as men have to be very careful about how we word or yeah. what we say yeah. because boom everybody's against you yeah you know what i mean yeah one word you say wrong and it's like okay he said can't oh, why do you say that yeah you know what i mean actually i should probably stop saying that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to ask you, uh, how was singing the national anthem at the... S- I fucked it up. You fucked it up? I feel like I did. I feel like like in my head when I practiced it and I sung it, I sung it so much better. And then I got there and, you know, the stadium had about 40,000 people. Yeah. And Holy you have the fuck. Indian cricket team standing behind that's you. Crazy. The Aussie cricket team standing behind you. These are the guys I've sort of, not grown up watching, but yeah. as a team, that's like what you've like, this mm-hmm. is like, oh, yeah. shit. And so like what happens, especially for singers is when you're nervous... A lot of like there are a lot of changes in the blood flow, not just singers, but you know how you, your your flow of blood changes with yeah. your body when yeah. you're tense. Yeah. Like sometimes for some people, it goes through the throat. Your face goes red. Yeah. Or things like that happens. Yeah. It goes into different parts of the body, and you sort of have that fight or flight response. Yeah. So, I find that when I'm really nervous, and I think most singers will find that when they're really nervous, their throat starts to shake. Mm. So it's like a little shake within the whole body, like ready to go. Yeah. And now if you look at singing and you're you're singing, if your like muscles are spasming like that, yeah. it's very hard to hold a note. So the note that you think you're going to hit, yeah. you sort of don't hit it. Yeah. And that's why like, I felt like that I could have, obviously anything could have been done better. But I was like, man, I wish I could have sung that better. Wish but I was just so nervous. But how do you deal like, with those nerves? Like, How do you control that? You don't, man. You just put yourself in that situation yeah. and you do it more and more and more and more. And eventually, you hopefully, you know, you're comfortable with it. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you'll ever be comfortable with performing? I don't think One so. day? I don't think so. I hope not. Yeah. You hope not? Because it's not going to stop being not. fun, right? It'll become one of those things that's just like, oh, i got to do this now. But sometimes I do think like that. Oh, but that's scary, now. though. The day it becomes like a job. It's like, fuck. Yeah, I gotta go. I well, think production for a while for me became a bit of a job. Yeah, mm. and when that happens, it does kill a part of your creativity. creative side. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Like you see a lot of musicians, you know, when they start out, they're doing it just because that's the one thing they really, really want to do. It. Yeah, and then when they have like you know a big hit song, then like every second song they can expect it to be a big hit or yeah. something like that, and then that pressure does bring people down somewhat. Yeah, yeah. what do you? How do you? How, do you, how do you feel about the new like new sort of Punjabi rap industry? The new Punjabi rap industry? What do you mean? Like the whole like the gangster. gangster rap and like you know Musilala or like Karnalajla, their their type of music. I it hypes you up. Yeah, I, I personally like it. it gets no, me I like it too. Most guys like it. Yeah, I would. I don't know why you wouldn't like it yeah. because you know at the ages when you when you're in your twenties or you know late teens, yeah. your testosterone's like peaking, right? And that's sort of when nature mm-hmm. decides that you're gonna be like. You're gonna be a violent creature. No, you're gonna Bunda. enjoy that Plain or whatever. GTA yeah. all their lives. So their their music appeals to yeah. that sort of age where you know it appeals to the testosterone in that yeah. way that I'm you know I'm top shit. Yeah. So I don't know what I don't know why anyone would want to give flack to anyone for doing that sort of music. Well, what about the singers that went from singing like Santi songs to singing these gangster songs just because? Because they're catering to a certain crowd now, right? Oh, I'll tell you what, Sidhu's gangster. 
in from the point he first started making his yeah. music yeah. to now. Yeah. So a lot of what he writes is very it's just within him. That's who he is. But people that change like sometimes I've thought about writing some gangster songs. I'm yeah. like, Fuck, I'm not a gangster. Like I, <laughs> I'm not a person that yeah. you know is I I don't my thought process isn't really like that. Yeah. Like if someone says something to me, yeah, it hurts. But then I usually go, "Fuck no, something's wrong with this guy. Like, does he need help?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If you, if, I I've noticed that with people that people that are really violent or like really bad towards other people yeah. is because they're like it's good. It's like there's this wall of something, right? Yeah. So in order to protect themselves, they'll be mean to the other person to, to make try themselves feel better. to make themselves sort of mm-hmm. feel bigger. Yeah. Is that what, like bullies? I do that oh. sometimes. Um, but like that's like a normal human nature t- type of type of thing. Yeah. And um, where, where where what was the original question? The Punjabi rap. Punjabi rap. Punjabi rap. Punjabi rap. So so no, you said something though. Oh, he's so, yeah. So like so there are some things that romance to just to appeal to it. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's up to them because that's a commercial decision they're making. How much of that is really them? Yeah. Will really depend on what happens to that track. Because I, I don't think when it comes to gangster, there's anyone really like gangster, gangster r- yeah. rap. I, I wouldn't really call it rap. I guess it's a bit different. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't think there's anyone in his league at the moment. Like he's yeah. somewhere completely different to everyone. It became yeah. like a trend. But then, like Big Bird and you know, they've um, been doing this shit. Yeah. But then, like the, their their production has brought right. Yeah. So like if that production also needs to get the same amount of recognition. As as the lyrical content, let's talk about that. A lot of production doesn't get like but production, Punjabi never, production, production like funk, for example, lyrics. yeah, funk. Like a lot of the way the funk, the track is and how everybody likes the beat is 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 JJ's work. Yeah. But yeah. he's probably not going to get as much recognition. No. Just naturally, like, producers just don't get it. Um, when I was producing, like I never really got that recognition as such. Yeah. that was production, Even right? Like Karan Ajla's new song. Unless you do an album where you go. I guess this is what really is, right? So I did an album called Red. Yeah. This mm-hmm. was like 2013 or 13, something. Yeah. And in that album, that was my album. So it was Pav Daria, Red. Okay. And that was because I picked the singers. Then I picked the songs. And therefore, it was my project. So yeah. I was the director in the way. Yeah. Right? And Intense did something recently. Yeah, he yeah. just did one. Yeah. So that's again, like as a producer, if you want your name, you got to take the effort yeah. to get the vocals and get um, the lyrics, yeah. compose them, and p- produce them. Again, when it comes to the music video, you're probably not going to get as much recognition. No. But I think as producers, you never really go for w- like general population recognition. You want just the industry to recognize you. And that happens pretty quick, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, it happened with... Uh, Snappy, I think. Snappy, Snappy yeah. did a song with Diljeet. Yeah, but before did. that, he must have done some stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, Snappy, yeah. And then, you know, I've, I've heard his name quite a, quite yeah. in quite he, a few uh, places. Just did, uh, so, like, I feel like industries... album, too, he was on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, a, a lot of people, like, producers, uh, industry will catch on to producers very quick. Mm. Whereas general pop, the general population, well, they don't really give a shit. Like, why would they? We have one more person to you know follow. I mean? why, like, why, yeah. why would you care about that? Yeah. And producers tend to be people that are like, like you know, they but start out sitting, living, living in their basements yeah. and shit. And so they don't really want to be known but like, or but seen like, like that. In English music, they've become like bigger, bigger, like a l- bigger than they've ever been. Yeah. Do you think the same thing would happen in the Punjabi like, music industry? Like, like Metro booming. 
Um, who else is there? What's his name? Uh, Metro Boomin. There's uh, London on the track. All these guys. They're like more out there. Mustard now. on the know, beat. Yeah. 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 Do you I know mean, what I mean? Do you think that would happen? Because I know there's no, a lot of guys. Let, let's think about it. Punjabi music, you also hear it in the songs. Like Snappy, you'll hear that. You'll hear, yeah. uh, what's the other guy? Karnaja, uh, the, the Jeep Jandu. Yeah. You, you'll hear the names. But it's just I don't think people understand what their work the is. Other guys don't, people don't care. And like, I, I just, like, I, people really don't care because they don't have, like. Good beat. They don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People don't care because they don't care. Well, that was very intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people like they don't really want to spend time trying to figure out how this music was made. Mm-hmm. They what was just that a flute. What was that? You know, like if yeah. you jump in your car, if you're not a car person, you don't really care how it was made or who made it. Yeah, yeah. you just want to go from A to B. Yeah, you just care about that's the most people. Yeah. But it's pretty sick how like if you actually like pay attention to the producers, like uh, Manny Sandu does like behind the scenes of how he makes the beats and uh-huh. stuff yeah, like that. Really dope. Yeah. So that kind he's of got a very unique super style. Good. Yeah, yeah, he's got a nice stuff. But then see, Manny's yeah. known. Manny's known, yeah, he's yeah. well known because he's always in the videos as well. Like he puts himself in the. Puts that's himself one big thing, video. you know. Well, that's the it's the facial recognition mm-hmm. that the more he's been in all music videos almost. Though. Yeah, because he's led the project. Yeah, right. So he's led his project. He's the one. He's the one that's made the decision of whether his project is like what his project needs to sound like. It hasn't been like a like, singer yeah. that's come to him and gone. Yeah. Well, I hope a singer that's gone. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do a track with you, and then then Manny's taking that as his track. You kids are pretty big scene eh, for music. Not anymore, man. No, no. it died down. It died after Zeus. It died. Yeah. yeah. I think Surrey's Surrey's yeah. got vibe. Yeah. Surrey's like a scene coming. Surrey and Toronto. Toronto's pretty. Yeah. The stabbing stop. Yeah. You know. I think Canada is like the hub right now for like. Well, Canada is the population. Yeah. Right? yeah. So wherever there's a large number of people, you're gonna have that. How's mm-hmm. your following from India? Like, I don't know. I mean, majority of it is from India. When yeah. it comes to the numbers, that's going to be India. India? Yeah. If you got cheated on, did you get a Santi music? Oh, yeah. My yeah. best music was made when I was like heartbroken and shit. That's fucking yeah. sick. It's pretty cool. That like, I look back jail. at it now and I'm like, that's, that's good. It's a good thing that happened. That's yeah. It really does. Yeah. I don't. I, like most people that I know that are very artistic, yeah. they have like that artistic, <coughs> like they have like raw emotion where it's yeah. like, there's a there's some sort of a pain in them, or for some people it's yeah. like they've just always been so happy and you know, yeah. life's always been great that they make that sort of music, they connect with that. So yeah, what was your question though? Does your creative side start lacking? Yeah, because all I of said, a sudden so I, know, so I know I know people that have a relationship with someone who's very controlling. Exactly, that's what I'm trying to get right, at. Like, right, and a lot of trying to say no. This a is lot it. of people have that. Yeah, where they're in a relationship which is very controlling. And so, you can take it one way or the other, but for some people, that kills their art. Yeah. For some people, it's like the art is an escape from such a shit relationship. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. it's up to you how you're going to use that. Yeah. Because, you know, some people make that really, really good music because they're in a really bad relationship. Yeah. And they escape from it and they can really dedicate their time to the craft. Yeah. Mm. And then if you have a really good relationship and everything's great. Yeah. And you're making, you're trying to make music, then maybe it's not so much straight from the heart. Yeah. But I think it's such an individual case, and it's such, it's depending on the character that you're with and the person that you're with. But I, I think like Sardilok, we're pretty insecure, most of us. Yeah, I think so. Huh? Yeah. yeah, and I think that's most why like a lot of relationships don't have like good functionality. 
it doesn't where have a one good person is like limiting the other yeah, by to a certain extent yeah it's a lot to do with Loki yeah Loki <coughs> that that that's like that's going to take a really long time to get away yeah. but then like some people push away from that completely and they go fuck it you know what Loki can let's use that mm-hmm. and just make a mickey of it and then but even like the like the fundamentals of the relationship like can't be there how you going to love another person you know love yourself right that's true and, you know what and I mean and that's know, so many relationships people are in commitments like a lot of people can't leave a relationship because they're used to that they're idea. used to having it yeah. I reckon it's routine right it's like getting a quitting your job you're like oh fuck what am I gonna do it's like some month? sort of addiction of safety it's like some a sort job of addiction of love in yeah. that way but I think relation- a relationship is a job now this is like a very non-loving way of looking at a relationship but a lot of people have um, arranged marriages yeah. Yeah. that work yeah right so there are arranged marriages that don't work yeah there are love marriages that don't work but there are arranged marriages that work as well yeah where mm-hmm. i don't know how they have it figured out maybe that's something that you guys can get some couples in on your podcast and try mm-hmm. and talk about but where they um you know work with with um just in respect to each other and it's not really a lovey-dovey kind of vibe yeah. it's more just practically these two people really get along and and they understand each other's position in the relationship and where they're supposed to be right so uh hear me out here for a moment yeah. this is like i reckon bollywood's fucked up relationships yeah i think okay. bollywood has killed relationships completely because all it talks about is a relationship being like pure love Very yeah. true. Yeah, agree. Right? Yeah. Like everything that you see is just sensationalized. Like you're going to meet a girl and you're going to be like, "Oh, you're going to go in the rain." Be like happy that's going to happen, right? Yeah. That is not the fucking case, man. Yeah. Cuz what's going to happen is each time you meet someone that you really like, there's like a certain level of love and fantasy that you have yeah. towards that person. Yeah. And about 6 months later, you realize like like this chick farts yeah you know what i mean <laughs> and then it's Fart like the what the fuck like it's that's not, not in a bollywood film yeah. and then all of a sudden like <laughs> you get what i mean i agree yeah, with I like agree. hot yeah. chicks actually take yeah. a shit yeah. yeah that's very true and i think that big in our culture because it's like we going into a relationship we get all these feelings and we're like oh it's picture perfect it's right yeah. at the and beginning honeymoon stage that's what it's that, called that, and as soon as and the honey up to the honeymoon yeah. like within Six the honeymoon months, stage it's oh, fucking beautiful right oh yeah and then it ends and then you're like Or like you don't know what to do and then there's Flight, fights yeah. and like the, from the fights then it gets like malicious right yeah. then you start hurting each other yeah. to yeah. try and make yourself feel yeah. validated and that validation if you have to begin with like yeah. your base level like is yeah. great fundamental then yeah. like you know i used to see like some people would be like oh you know we were in a relationship and then it didn't work out and we separated but we're still friends i'm like what the fuck how does that work but for some people that does because they're so secure and they see that relationship as being something that they have to work on all the time. And yeah. if that it's like a business yeah. venture. So those people are like yeah. kind of ahead if we really think in about it. In a way, it. yeah. So because yeah. Like, you know, like, that, what you usually look at is like, oh, that's your like your ex, like, you know, you still talk to your ex and if you get into a new relationship, no you, the, the, does the girl want you to be friends with your ex? No. Does the probably, guy want you to be friends with your ex? Probably not. But you but will meet a girl that would not have a problem with it. But yeah, that's a can, very yeah. the one you want. Mature yeah. way of right? looking yeah. at it, yeah. And that's the one you like have respect for yeah. as like, well. Okay, fine. So, okay, so okay. I feel like the girl that you are with, you should have a level of respect for her. Yeah. But that respect is not going to come from you. Like she has to kind of 
be a secure person to get that respect right yeah. mm-hmm. and if that person's really secure you're not going to be able to fuck that up in terms of blaming it on them if yeah. they're secure yeah and if you fuck it up then you know it's over and that person's gone right yeah. and then you probably not going to find someone that's as secure as that and then you're going to have problems later yeah so there's mm. there there are two types of relationships in that way right or yeah. partners one's like a really insecure one that wants to know what are you doing now who you're talking you? to yeah. what's going on yeah. right like like helicopter yeah. relationship let's yeah. call it and the other one kind of doesn't really it's not that they don't care but they give, a, they give you they give you like yeah. this trust that i trust mm. you and you can do whatever you like but that makes you feel more like you're valuable because you're trusted yeah. mm. and i think even with parents if someone's if i give you my trust yeah. then you are a lot less likely to, i think to break, break it yeah. or fuck you over right yeah. Yeah. then if i keep watching you yeah. mm-hmm. and a lot of parents keep watching everything that their kids do and then their kids are like coming out of the house in a suit and then going somewhere else in a miniskirt yeah, right yeah. but <laughs> in a bikini <laughs> but like if if the idea of that girl going out however she wants to go out was okay right because they trust her character yeah. like the parents trust her character yeah. then wouldn't she feel more loved and wouldn't she feel more valuable as a person so that they trust me so i have to make sure that i maintain this level of dignity so the respect the, the circle, or a guy as well the circle in certain ways comes back to your but we never have to worry about what we're wearing it comes house. back to your health the circle it all starts from so where so you everything, everything comes back to the way you're raised yeah. i think and mm-hmm. i think i think what it is with in our culture is our parents there's times where yeah no one's perfect but they as you're growing up you know you question them or whatever they're like no we're right we're perfect and yeah. that's where it goes wrong yeah because not everyone I've never heard anyone say I'm not perfect it's like you know mm-hmm. everyone Joe Macau who say yeah yeah right I, so i used to get that from my parents right yeah, especially my dad lot, like Joe yeah. Macau that i'm like dad i don't care what you said you got to explain it to me yeah. and if you if your system that you've used to come up come up with this conclusion yeah. so he has an idea that mm-hmm. something has to be done this way yeah. and i'm like all right i'm cool with that but only after you explain to me how that is more true than this system yeah. mm-hmm. right and if he's not able to come up with his point as to why that's valid then i go well here's my reason for why why this is valid yeah. and unless your your points make more sense than mine yeah. i don't care whether you're my dad or not I'm going to follow this system. 100%. Right? And that's not a disrespect to him no. being my dad because yeah. mm-hmm. we're still mates. Yeah. Right? You're still I my father. I have a, I have a very like good relationship Respectful, with my dad. Yeah. Um but I noticed that a lot of people just they have this there's a, this is this is what I'm doing. I'm not going to tell you why I'm doing it. But you got to follow it. But you got to do it. And if you don't do it, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, you're disrespecting me. You're mm-hmm. disrespecting me. Yeah. But you're disrespecting your kid, I think. Yeah. I think if you can't trust the person you've raised, there's a problem with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the yeah, communication is happening. Yeah. And if you're not trusting the kid you've raised, yeah. then maybe you should learn to raise the kid right. Yeah. Do you feel like the generations from that are coming up, growing up younger generations, they're more sensitive? Sensitive? Yeah. Sensitive. In what way? In a sense that <coughs> they're not as open to constructive criticism like they can't really I take feel much like, I don't you know, know they're man. more insecure I don't know I, I I don't have any sort of data on that like mm. I don't I don't I I think okay here's the other thing right mm-hmm. like we should actually be doing a lot of surveys yeah. within yeah. our community asking these questions trying to figure out like what percentage of people believe in what so we can start to work on 
changing our whole community for the better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like as Punjabis, yeah, we're only like two percent of the world or whatever. Maybe even less. Probably yeah. less. One point three or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six, I guess. <coughs> Punjabis a bit more. I don't think we've achieved all that much, like compared to say the Jews. Hmm. Like most of the Nobel prizes are won by the Jews. By the Jews. <coughs> yeah. Why is that? Like, we shouldn't we be talking about that and trying to figure out why that is? And imagine we do that. Because I okay, I'll tell you what makes money. Okay. As far as I'm aware, look how fucking confident I am in this. I've noticed. I'm huge. The <laughs> the the biggest way to make money is to make a product that helps people's lives become better. Better, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that product then is sold to millions of people and that's how financially you gain Find success. Find a problem, yeah. create a solution. Yeah. Yeah. You've got like Google CEOs is a, is a brown guy. Yeah. So we know brown people aren't dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're very smart. Yeah. If we can work together to bring our smartness in, onto like the table, the, I'm talking about North India here really. Because yeah, yeah. South India, they've got it sorted. They'd they're good. Yeah. A lot of that comes from mm. them giving their women a lot of rights. Yeah. And uh, actually respecting their women. Getting their women to get married. Like South Indian women, as far as I'm aware, get married a lot later than ours. Mm-hmm. Like Punjabi women get married like before the age of 25. Oh, yeah. Most likely. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're expired. Yeah. Right? Very expired. <laughs> Best oh. before date. Oh, yeah. Come right. Yeah. And like why? Spoiled milk. Because that comes from our parents, right? It does, but isn't that kind of shit? Like, if they make you feel like by the age, if you're a guy, by the age, if you're not something by the age of 30, then mm. you're done. you shit. Then, then you're done. Like, mm-hmm. then there is no hope, there's no future, yeah. anything like that. Then that's not a good way to live. And the other thing is, we're not no longer dying at the age of 50. Yeah. Three out of, you know, five kids that they had aren't dying anymore. Mm-hmm. That's like you know, like it's my weird. my grandparents had eight kids, yeah. and all eight of them survived. So I have you know seven yeah. uncles and aunties, mm-hmm. but that's where the population boom came from, right? Yeah. So India is one point three is because all of a sudden vaccinations came in, yeah. and a, a lot of the kids that were dying from malnutrition as well as yeah. uh, a lot of health health uh, actually birth like problems at birth or like within the first i think six months or something like that they stopped dying yeah so all of a sudden like you had people that were having eight kids or they were actually having like four or five kids yeah and then most of them would die and you'd have two kids left which is why the world population didn't really increase all that much right and then what happened is like because of medication and because of modern delivery methods yeah most kids started surviving, surviving yeah. and then all of a sudden like population growth went from here to like here Boomed, yeah right that's what happened in india yeah. Yeah. so india is going to peak out at 1.3 and then it's going to stop well, surpassing china isn't it? yeah but it'll so, stop yeah. it's yeah. not going to keep going yeah and like going back to um oh there was a point i was fucking do this there was a point to this what are you talking about <laughs> we were talking about something yeah, how they have a oh, world population. Not before that. No, before it that. was about um, uh, vaccinations. Vaccinations like um, before that. How we need to uh, have surveys. Oh, yeah, surveys. surveys. Yeah. So we have to have surveys, surveys, surveys so we know what we're doing. Yeah. We got it. And we then got it. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> um, and just to learn what our population is doing. Yeah. And, you know, be, be connected with everyone within us, especially like different colors 
right if like i i would hate the idea of if someone ever says in front of me like kala ho gaya ja tera rang bahut gora i fucking hate that my mom says that when she sees a girl kitna gora rang hai i'm like fuck like what is wrong with you but i get it because mm-hmm. to them there is a, a natural now naturally their brain automatically does that automatically someone who's like white skinned is like has a lot more value than someone who's dark skinned a lot of us kids growing up that's all we see too because we've been told yeah, constantly exactly. so your, your brain is going to we're attracted to that more than that for sure you know what i mean yeah and like darker girls you tend to find not attractive yeah. i find darker girls attractive mm-hmm. like i find like yeah. darker skin more attractive yeah. right and anytime i tell anyone that they're like really surprised yeah. i don't know why Amen. But like, why, like what's what's wrong like with that? Inherited racism that we have. We have. Like Maybe God, I have like, it the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Donald right? Trump, right? Why, why also, I probably have people. it the other way around. <laughs> But all I'm saying, like, even going back to that, is like we can't call people racist and go, "Oh fuck, yeah. you're racist, you're racist," when we're so racist. Mm-hmm. Like that saying, "Kaliyan to dur rana," right? Like, why is like, that? Why? There? And yeah. then again, it starts oh. in our families. But okay. Okay, Th- now go back to that. Yeah. Now to their defense. Yeah. yeah. To their defense, they will say Karyan to dure or like, you know, this person or these people are bad because maybe the m- people they've encountered have been bad experience a, a, a certain color. Yeah. So to them, it's like they haven't encountered that many people. Probably. Yeah. Especially if they grew up in like Canada or back so hard in terms of their growth. It's going to take him a while to come up on par with same sadhi jada issue are like you know for, for them to be on par with like the rest of the world yeah. in terms of overall community being in a, in a good shape it's like a scar it's going to take time to heal it's going to take time to heal yeah. but if we can understand that jitna even as punjabis we've had big issues with like with india and punjab and the things that happened in the 80s as well right yeah. there's two ways of us dealing with that One is to keep looking at that scar and keep getting angry, keep picking at it, right? Mm-hmm. Keep picking at it. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it, I think. Yeah. Keep picking at that scar and I don't think it'll ever heal that way. No. Or we go, you know what? That's done. What next? Yeah. How do we make our community overall and our people better? Honestly, it's like coming together is like But why would I want to come together? Well, how else or how how do you think that we would make the community better? I don't know. Because that's the number one question that I have is how do I how do I help in making the community better for them to sort of be a little bit more educated. It starts with trust, I think. Like well, even we like we've been talking about, I think it starts. This starts in the home. But I think I think I think it starts in the family. Yeah. And if you can sort families out, and you can sort sort family dynamics out, this is why I love these pod these sort of podcasts because maybe it's something I can learn as well and try mm-hmm. and understand. If you can understand, like. sort families out and their the interaction with their kids i think the n- next generation naturally just stays connected to their roots But people need to open their minds more they need to be more open minded willing to like But how do you, what, how do you say people need to be open minded how do you make that happen i guess that's what i'm saying like that's the hard part i well i feel like i think it's it starts with us i think it's we're going home yeah and you know constantly questioning our parents and yeah. trying to get but, them to open their minds but i think minds. respectfully i yeah. think yeah. that's really so respect. there's two ways of doing yeah. that too like one is where you just go mom and dad i don't give a fuck yeah. you know like you you're, yeah. you're this or that maybe sometimes i do that i should i should probably change that as well and be we like all, a little yeah. bit more like we yeah. all do that right there's ways and be more respectful and tell them that whatever your ways i i get it i understand it 
There but he's time. he like there's a there's, there's other a ways too. Place. There's other ways too. There was a time this was might have been true, but yeah. we're living in a different time now. Yeah. But the right? thing is, even like subconsciously, if at home like these conversations are happening, like stuff like they're saying yeah. stuff like this, etc., it's gonna subconsciously come into your mind. There's, it's gonna there's keep not enough content down. either, right? So even like when you're at home yeah. and even somebody just says something, they just say something, maybe a little bit racist or something like that. Um, or say something, but you ignored it. You just yeah. pretend like it never happened. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts, and it's yeah. gonna keep going. And if you can kind of cut back if on you it and cut go, no, that no, no, part no. out right there, yeah, then I think we'd be better. But, but then, like, yeah, talk to me more about why you think that is. Yeah. Rather than go, no, that's that's fucked. So let's, let's look at it this way: you, you go is. home, you talk to your dad. Yeah. He's a bit more open-minded now. Yeah. He goes home, talks to his dad. He's a bit more open-minded. I yeah. do it. Then when the three of them meet, then yeah. they're both gonna have a different perspective. And I think they also say like, our bachi actually be bay. Right? Yeah. Because you'll be connected to them. Yeah. I think maybe our problem now is that we think our parents are hypocrites. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're honest, right? Yeah. So you're like really true to what you believe in. And like we feel like we're scared of our parents all the time. Like yeah. I think yeah. there's a level you of have a fear. Guard up. There's a level of fear that yeah. naturally parents should have. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's 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 with respect, you know. Like, that's, yeah, like yeah. it's something that that's there. You want to be scared of your parents, a little bit, a little bit. But you also want to be able to have a mind where, if you have a question, it's your parents' responsibility to answer that. It's not, and if they can't yeah. answer that, then the first thing they need to understand is to say, "I don't have the knowledge to answer that." Yeah. Not, don't ask me that question. Not because that's that's the right? yeah. You gotta flip that switch over, yeah. and you go, "Minuni pata," but let's try and figure this out together. Together. And that's where it yeah. starts. So I think, like, I said this in other podcasts too. I think our parents don't take enough responsibility for our growth, they, our, our our mental growth. You know what it is? I think it is this. Okay, I see you take Canada. Yeah? Huh. I see number nine. We made all this for our kids. Yeah. Now you guys grow up. Yeah. Do go to school. Yeah. Find a wife. Get married. Yeah. This is all for you guys. Yeah, but it's like it's they, not really. They think is that's the responsibility. It's not yeah. really, is it? No. No. But the, uh, they don't understand that there's more of a responsibility to your kids. Yeah. Like you're growing, you're they're growing up in front of you for yeah. you to create people that are like good in good society. Humans, yeah. Right. Like that's your job. Their yeah. job, they in their minds is okay. We've made money. Yeah. We've done that all their lives. Whether we've we done, spent we've time done with so their much, kids. We've done so much hard work and actually not spent most. Like, yeah. so many people haven't spent time with their kids. Yeah, and I don't know if they've worked so hard. Yeah. But then they've lost their kids because, like, exactly. they don't have those conversations exactly. with their kids. Like, even they know that. Exactly. My dad says, you know, both looking at the thing about this is, have most people, like, in our community even had, like, the birds and the bees talk? Really, with their parents? No. No, we okay. don't talk about sex. Nothing. Why not? I tell you why. <coughs> because why? Punjabi is not a language designed to talk about sex. Very true. Yes. Uh, so it's hard to have a conversation in Punjabi. How are you going to talk about it, right? You know if you can't, right? It comes off very yeah. dirty. It does. It's sleazy. <laughs> yeah. It's because sex has always been one of those things that's taboo. Yeah. And it is taboo, like, within within that language. Yeah. And for you to talk about it openly, it requires a shift in the language. So would you rather have a teacher talk about it with their son or you personally have that conversation both yeah i would i i feel like i would be very very open with my kids when it comes to that but Uh, even yeah the school teaching it as well but this is like weird how they like kind of teach it it's kind of like show uh, look i actually don't know too much about what they what they do at school because i came when i started schooling all of that was already done apparently yeah so i joined (laughs) a little bit later i learned from my cousins and (laughs) i was like well that's fucked up (laughs) 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 uh all right should we wrap things up
Yeah. All right. right. Well, we want to thank you for coming on, sir. Thanks for having me. Had a good time. Cheers. Thanks for Um, making time out. Cheers. Sorry for all the delays. (laughs) (laughs) That's all good. We are the Baines and Beers podcast. We we out. out.